0: Welcome to No Time to Waste, the podcast that inspires and motivates us to maximize our moments. I'm your host, Allison Haddon. I'm battling terminal cancer, but I'm focused on living my best life as my best self every day. Join me as I chat with resilient adventurers, seekers, trailblazers, and exceptionally good humans as we explore what it means to live fully. Because there's no time to waste for all of us. (music) FYI. This episode was originally recorded on Instagram Live because I never intended to make a real grown-up podcast like this. If the audio isn't ideal, I promise the new episodes coming soon will be better, so hang tight. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the weekly No Time to Waste show. No Time to Waste Live. Um, Got a lot of exciting stuff happening today. Here's what's happening on today's show. Um, I'm going to give a quick personal update Uh, I'm going to talk about not one, but two giveaways that we have going on today. Um, I'm going to introduce my guest, uh, Roderick Sewell, who is already a close personal friend of mine, so I get to call him Rod, which is super cool. Um, I'm going to give a sneak peek of our guest next week, which is a big deal. Um, And then I'm going to ask for some feedback um, around... How to structure this show, should I do a podcast? Should I also do another little Instagram live show? Should we call it this or this? I've got a bunch of questions and you guys are the ones that um, that I wanna ask because you're the ones that tune in live. Okay, so personal update to start. Three things that I'm grateful for this week. Um, one, I'm feeling so much better. I don't know if you can tell week over week, but. I just took my inhaler um, and, you know, I was out on my bike two days ago and did a two hour ride. Um, I have been enjoying my new toy, which I'll talk about in a second, but I am sounding and feeling so much better. And I can only assume that that means the chemo is working, right? Um, I have cancer in my chest, uh, which has metastasized, which means it's spreading. And uh, when I discovered it, you know, two months ago now, or a little over a month ago, I needed to start chemo right away. I've gone through three cycles, uh, one cycle, which is three weekly treatments, one week off. And I can only hope that if I felt better on the bike to like two days ago than I did in June, that I have, the chemo's gotta be working, right? So that's, in my mind, I'm like, it's working. I'm gonna get a really great result in my scan in October that's gonna tell me the treatment is working, let's keep going. So that's what I'm holding on to. So grateful for number one, that I'm feeling better because when I'm physically not feeling well and I can't work out and do the things that I love, I am like on a downward spiral really fast. Two cause I'm feeling better and also the timing has been perfect, I got a Peloton tread. You know, is it overpriced? Yes. Is it a beautiful tread that like runs great and is super smooth? Yes. Is it still overpriced? Yes. But I've been obsessed with it and um, coming into what is gonna be the crazy Boulder season of weather where I kid you not, on Monday of next week in Boulder, on Tuesday it's going to be 85 degrees and on Wednesday, it's going to be 38 degrees. That, that, that's a 50, it's a 50 degree swing. Yes, Liz, this is my sport wig. I'm like not even talking about it. If you guys saw me, I shaved my head last week like G.I. Jane on Friday after the show, but I'm now wearing my sport wig and I'm super grateful that because of like a weird wig cap that I never wore before, it's not itchy and nobody can tell that I have cancer. It's like a secret thing. So, sport wig, grateful. Um, Third thing I'm grateful for, um, I'm wearing my Captain America shirt because my uh, spouse and I um, have decided to watch all of the Marvel superhero movies as a nice healthy escape from the tragedy of current life. Um, And I'm loving the superhero movies and it makes me feel like a superhero and I bought a superhero t-shirt, so imagine that. Um, All right, so those are my personal updates. Feeling great, sounding great. Super jazzed on Peloton. Um, first giveaway that I'm gonna talk about. Um, so, uh, the National Association of Women's Women Business Owners, the Orlando chapter, has invited me to speak at their Wellness for Winning event, which is gonna be next Saturday. Um, in exchange for me speaking, I've asked them to donate a swag bag um, that is sponsored by Clickable Impact. It's got over 20 items in the swag bag. Um, from Nomo Nausea Bands. So it's basically a um, uh, holistic, uh, non-prescription, non-medicated, all-herbal uh, nausea wristband that people can use if they're in chemo, if they're pregnant, if they're going on a boat, although like, I guess cruise ships and stuff now like, don't do that. Um, loopy plant-based protein, uh, element electrolyte drink, a bunch of skincare products, it's awesome, it's a great swag bag. If you wanna to enter to win, um, it's really easy. Visit on Instagram um, their account, which is uh, N-A-W-B-O, which is National Association of Women Business Owners, O-R-L, Orlando, right? So now, it looks like Orl, NAWBOORL. N-A-W-B-O, O-R-L. If you visit that page, you'll see a photo of moi, Um, If you like that, they're going to make a choice and pick a a random winner um, at the end of the day today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So in five hours, you've got five hours to do it. Don't leave the IG Live to do it right now. Do it after. Um, N-A-W-B-O-O-R-L. Go there. Like the thing. Win the swag bag, which is awesome. Um, Their event is free to attend. Uh, You can find the link in bio to their event. Um, it's happening on Saturday, uh, September 12th, and you can hear me talk for a little bit about "No Time to Waste" and all the cool stuff that I talk about. Um, so, FYI, I am still doing speaking engagements. I've got three lined up, three different ones lined up in October. Um, you can find out more at NoTimeToWasteProject.com/events. Um, I am just super selective about which events I want to speak at. Um, And I also am donating uh, a large portion of my speaker fee proceeds for those that do pay cash um, to charities that I support, which I'm going to talk about next week. Um, Okay, giveaway number two is a $150. What? Look at this sucker. Rudy Project multi-sport backpack. It's big enough to fit your bike helmet, if you're a cyclist or a triathlete, this puppy costs $150 on their website right now. It's super cool. And I'm gonna tell you at the end of the show today how you can win it, um, cause it's coming at you from me and my guest, which I'm about to introduce. So um, I have got uh, Roderick Sewell, AKA Rod, because we're good friends. Rod, if you want to request to join the Instagram Live. Um, we are going to uh, invite you to come on. Um, so Roderick Sewell, while he is uh, about to join, so request to, request to join Rod and I'll bring you on. Rod is best known for being the first double amputee to complete the Ironman World Championships in Kona uh, in October of 2019. So keep in mind, he was, and we'll talk about it, essentially um, born, he was not born, but he was less than two years old when, uh, they amputated both of his legs. And he has not only overcome that, he has overcome a ton of challenges that I'm excited to talk to him about. Um, and then the decision to, uh, take on the training and the challenge that is, uh, training for an Ironman, which for a, um, full bodied, Person is still just baffling and amazing. Um, but he's, he's not only that, he's a lot more. He is a um, US uh, Paralympian, uh, swim has been his, his bread and butter, um, but he is now really starting to focus on the bike, the hand bike. Um, he is uh, very much involved with the Challenge Athletes uh, Foundation, um, whom he uh, works with closely and helps kind of get the word out um, all over the country. And he also just announced a sponsorship with Vega, which is uh, plant-based protein and nutrition products. Um, so I'm excited to talk to him as well. Um, so Rod, if I just wanna make sure he hasn't requested to join. Rod, request to join, there should be a button. And let's see. I haven't seen him request to join yet. Um, Hopefully he will do that soon. Or maybe I don't have to. Maybe I don't have to. Let's see, Rod, hello, Rod. I know he's here. Um, So we're just waiting for Rod to request to join and then Rod, I can bring you in the situation here. Rod, I don't think I can pick the person. All right, so we're waiting for Rod to request to join. Um, so people know um, I'm, I'm getting a message from uh, the National Association of Women's Business Owners, Orlando, that they also would like you if you want to win the swag bag, you have to DM them with your email address. Um and we'll see who wins that. Looking for the Rod is looking for the button now. It should be a button. Scroll all the way up. I did Anne. So Rod, I believe there should be a button that's somewhere on your screen that says request to join. He's looking for the button now, everyone. Um Yeah, so um, just so everybody knows, if you're not familiar with Ironman and triathlons, um, the Ironman and a full Ironman, because there's a half too, which is 70.3. The full is uh, a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike, a 26.2-mile run, which is a marathon, um, which is insane. Uh, Near the top of the comments, Rod, you should see some sort of a request to join situation. So check the the top of the, t- and oh my gosh. So we'll give Rod a second. I guarantee, he said one second. I guarantee it's gonna be worth it. Um, I will talk about the giveaway right now. So here's what you're gonna to wanna to do. Um, you're gonna see a post for the $150 Rudy Project backpack. Um, you're gonna see a post on both Rod and my Instagram. Whoa, what, it's neon. Um, later on today. It's actually, it's a lot bigger too than you can probably see. Um, And it has a laptop sleeve, which is awesome. Um, And apparently it also fits your cycling helmet, which I believe goes in here. So you're gonna see, um, you're gonna see a post. Yeah, this is where you put, this is your cycling helmet. Here it is, lots of different pockets. If you're a triathlete, we all know how expensive. It's also waterproof. I don't you can feel the outside of it. It feels like a wetsuit. Um, oh yes! All right, we're coming. Go live with the legend. Rod Sewell, he's coming. So, you have to follow but Yes, there he is! Hi. Oh, victory!
1: I am so sorry. I was trying to use my laptop. Yeah, okay. such a better quality.
0: That's okay. That's all right. You look mysterious in this uh, <laughs> in this light. Um, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. So I I talked about you a little bit. I don't know if you heard, but I kind of gave you um, a bit of an introduction about, you know, a lot of people know you because you uh, completed the Iron Man. You were the first double amputee above the knee to do it. Um, The photos, for those who haven't seen it, are incredible and mind-blowing. And even just, you know, having completed that for anyone with two legs without any prosthetics is an incredible accomplishment. Um, But as I've sort of teased out to people this week, like, um, what a lot of people didn't see, you know, was all the work and all the challenge that came before Kona. Um, So I do want to talk about that. I will ask one question about the Kona accomplishment and then we will move on because you are you are more than just that. Um, But what was it when you were invited to uh, to participate in Kona? um, What was going through your head? Like what crazy person I want to hear what a crazy person thinks about in their head when presented with that opportunity and thinking about all of the training and everything that was in front of you like what 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 compelled you to say yeah i'm into that i'll do it
1: you know i uh i had already been involved with triathlon through challenge athletes foundation yeah and i've seen some of the greats go up against kona and either it it makes them or breaks them you know it's either like a really really successful trip or just like hell you know just like the worst um so to be presented with this opportunity, I, I knew like I was gonna represent CAF. I was, you know, it was my turn. And I I feel like with something like that, you don't turn it down. Because even if it's an attempt,
0: yeah. it's,
1: still, it's still worth it, you know, it's still- Did you think be-
0: there was a chance that you were gonna fail and you weren't gonna complete it?
1: Oh yeah, there were a couple of times where I thought for sure. And it wasn't so much like I doubted myself or I just was realistic. And with, with Iron Man, there's so many variables, you know, there's yeah. so many like, so many things could happen. Yep. So I, I just kept that in mind. But if, if the only thing that I had control of was to keep going and to keep moving, then that's all I needed.
0: And then I think I asked you this when we talked the other day, but um, did you find the training and the actual race easier as expected or harder than you expected?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, race day was much, much harder. Um, you know, I had put in the time in the pool, I put in the time running. Um, I feel like for the bike, I wasn't as prepared and it's not so much the distance, but the, the, the climate, you know, the heat and the winds and, um, it really gets you. I I didn't realize how like it can really affect you. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the part that I wasn't necessarily ready for.
0: Got it. And I, you know, I've read some past interviews and I don't want to double up on that stuff, but. Um, you know, I I learned that you, you you kind of were using Kona as an opportunity to drive awareness about CIF, which is the Challenged Athlete Foundation, mm-hmm. which I know you work really closely with now. Um, for those people that are listening that don't um, that don't uh, know, can you explain like what Challenged Athletes is? And I know you got involved with them when you were about eight years old, and that mm-hmm. kind of put you on your path to becoming an adaptive athlete
1: for sure like caf has been a huge uh motivator in who i've become um you know when i was young i didn't compete in sports F- from the time i was born to 8 or 9 i pretty much tried to figure everything out myself you know i was uh riding around on skateboards and not really knowing how you know and and just trying to be as mobile as i could um and then i get involved with challenge athletes foundation and i get in my first pair of running legs uh I get my first hand cycle, they give me swim lessons, and I'm just learning about adaptive sports and that I can be an athlete. And so that's what CF's goal is, is to supply anybody with a disability just this this healthy lifestyle and this different outlook on life that everybody deserves. You know, you shouldn't be yeah. told that you can't do something because it costs too much or you you know, it's a luxury. You know, yeah. everybody has the right to go out and have a good time and and just be healthy. So yeah. um, CAF has been doing that for over 20 years now. And, and now that I'm older and I play a part as not just that kid that's just running around, being active, but I'm, I'm inspiring the next generation. I'm helping them get more awareness out here in the Northeast um, and just letting more people know about CAF and getting more people involved. So it's been it's been amazing. It's been a long journey. Yeah,
0: for anybody that wants to, to learn more, you can go to, I believe it's chow at Challenge Athlete Foundation, um, which is Instagram. And you can also go to their website, which is, is it CAF.com or is it Challenged Athletes? Do you know?
1: Uh, org, I
0: believe. org. They also take donations. They um, had a, a really huge presence in San Diego when I lived there, which is how I learned about Challenged Athletes. Mm-hmm. And then when I lived in San Francisco, I know a lot of people that were doing Um, a lot of work with the organization, it's incredible. And I agree. Um, You know, I love sports. I love physical activity. I believe that, you know, everybody, regardless of whether or not they consider themselves an athlete can have an athlete mindset. And Mm -hmm. um, the uh, opportunity that challenge athlete provides, um, uh, you know, people who have some of those physical limitations, like, it's incredible. And it like warms my heart. And it gets me really excited, especially to see all the kids that they involve. And I think about you as an eight year old, Running around like a like a nut, um, and having them be able to give you some structure and give you some mm-hmm. opportunity and give you some things like running legs and some, uh, you know, I know that they also I think supported your um, Kona effort with uh, a hand cycle, um, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, and I also know that you just recently announced your sponsorship with uh, Team Vega, mm-hmm. which is plant-based protein and nutrition products. So. Mm-hmm. I've seen your pictures, Rod, you are jacked and super lean. And a lot of people think that elite and professional athletes, there's no way that they could be on powered by plants. Um, So talk to me about that partnership and and your 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 eating lifestyle because I'm so curious. I'm just picturing you. I don't know just eating like, like steak off the bone every (laughs) meal.
1: (laughs) Um, I, so I didn't really consider going plant-based until Kona. Um, huh. I was, I was already eating veggies and staying pretty healthy, but once, you know, Kona was presented to me, I, only had a few months, you know, so I thought I need any kind of leverage, any kind yeah. of, you know, any kind of positive or benefit to kind of give me that upper hand. And that's the first thing that came to mind was just eat a, a bunch of greens all the time, all day, and just mix up, get different varieties. Yep. And I felt so strong during that race that i was like okay i can i can do this you know there's days now where i just listen to my body Mm -hmm. and you know there's days where i just don't want meat. it's just naturally like okay i want to eat you know carbs and fruit in the morning yeah i'm gonna have my my protein-based lunch um obviously plant-based and then just heavy heavy veggies at night and be ready to go the next day um and also constantly snacking so i'm always eating but it's usually always healthy
0: I'm usually always eating too. It's just not usually always healthy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I guess
0: I'm a big snacker too.
1: You know, we have our moments. You know, (laughs) there might be a cookie here or there, but uh. here and there, yeah, sure.
0: More like my regular, my regular day. Um, That's awesome. Um, So cool! Congratulations on that uh, that partnership. That's rad. That's super exciting Um, and a great. You know, I think the sort of plant based uh, athlete. Movement is really gaining steam, and Mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of time um, following Rich Roll, um, and uh, you know he's incredible. And and just learning how many athletes there are out there that are either you know 100% plant based or Mm -hmm. basically you know fueled by primarily plants. You know, Um, and it's it's awesome, and I think it's a great great example um, both for you know kind of the environment, but also like our bodies which is not to say I'm 100% plant based. I'm I'm moving more towards moving more towards it. Um, Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) I think it's a progression. You know, it's literally, I just started listening to my body. and I let it decide what I wanted. You
0: know, got it. All right. I'll use you as my motivation. Um, so, you know, in terms of of mindset, you know, what I like to talk to everybody about here, no time to waste is, um, you know, you're familiar with what what I'm talking about here. And, the idea that all of us have a terminal illness, not just me. Mm. Um, all of us are, you know, not going to live forever, right? So it's about how can we confront that um, that harsh reality and that mortality idea, and really work intentionally to craft a life without regrets and maximize our moments. Um, so I'd ask you, you know what is it like for you when you think about kind of living like there's no time to waste? what, is, what does that mean to you?
1: I you know, I I've had my whole life pretty much from other people who've been told, you know, because of my disability, what I can and can't do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's very limiting, you know, as I'd rather take more time to figure out how I can do it. Like I I've accepted the fact that I'm different. Now, let me figure out how I'm going to do things differently. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's naturally my mom's just posting like crazy. I know. I just saw She's like, it's okay. My mom
0: posts like crazy too. Okay. It's love,
1: right? (laughs) It is. Um, And it it took being being comfortable with myself first Mm -hmm. and then going from, okay, now that I've accepted how I am, Mm -hmm. you know, how do I make space for myself in this world that isn't necessarily going to make space for me? um so and that's that's what I think when I think no time to waste is you know we we like you said we have a short amount of time we don't know how long we have on this Mm -hmm. earth like uh, you know I could walk outside and that's it 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 could be today um but that's I take pride in the fact that you know if that did happen I've done a lot with my life and I didn't allow whatever I was going through because we all have different struggles we all have different you know obstacles that we're going through on the regular yeah but are we, like, sheltered in? Are we going to just let time pass by and, and have this negative mindset on what we should be doing with our lives because of what we're going through? Are, you know, are we going to let our struggle decide where we're going to be? Or are we going to take it and, and, you know, you never know who you're going to inspire along the way. There's so many people I've met that are <clears throat> have family that are amputees or family or friends that are going through something. And they just bawl. They just start coming to tears because they see me and they're like okay I I don't have an excuse I my family doesn't have an excuse there's another way it's a possible way um but that wouldn't have happened if there was that that um just like instant oh I what was me kind of feel you know it would have been it would have been just as another pity party you know and and that's definitely not what I'm about
0: (laughs) yeah I feel I feel that for sure right a lot of people be it a situation like yours right where you go well I don't have any legs like what am I what am I supposed to do mm-hmm. right or a situation like mine where it's like what if the treatment doesn't work and I have less than six months to live what why why get up why try what's mm-hmm. the point right and I'm not saying at least for me that I haven't had moments um of self pity, right, and just feeling like lack of motivation, and just being like, "This is too hard. I I don't want to. I don't want to play. I don't want to work." Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, the mindset of someone like you or I or a lot of other people out there um, that what overpowers that, what overcomes that lack of motivation and that sadness or that pity, is this internal fire that rises above it. Mm -hmm. You know, and basically pushes it down and just says, No, no, I don't quit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't quit, no matter what's in front of me, I'm going to keep going. I am a warrior. And there is a purpose to me being here. And there's a purpose to me continuing to go on. And for you, look at what you've done and how many people you've inspired by your accomplishments, right? And hopefully you had fun along the way. And Mm -hmm. that's how I'm trying to live my life now too, which is, Mm -hmm. how can I be of service to people? How can I help? How can I have an impact? Also, how can I distract myself because I don't actually want to sit and like, think Mm -hmm. about my situation like that doesn't make me feel good. Um, So I think having that bias towards action, which a lot of athletes do, where it's actually easier for us to just like kind of power through Mm
1: -hmm. than it
0: is for us to sit back and wallow and stuff because it doesn't make us feel good, you know.
1: I will, I will say you're powering through there. Obviously there's a world of people out there and there's a world of people that are, that are going through the same thing you're going through, you know, Yeah. so to, so to have you on their front lines, like we're going to keep moving. We're going to yeah. keep, we're not, we're not going to, people it, it's, it's surprising the way people are affected and it's surprising seeing their reaction, what it does to you. Yeah. You know, like, I, totally. there was, I, I definitely have rough days. I have days when I don't want to get out of bed, you know, totally. but there's also families that I've met and their children are NPCs and they look at me like, Oh my gosh, I can be a superstar. I can be, you know, a, a big time athlete. I can, I can do whatever I want to do. You know, I can you be Captain America. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> I love
1: that you're binging that by the way. I heard that. Yeah, he binging, it's awesome. It's
0: that. like a great feel good, uh, fantasy binge. It's awesome.
1: You know, uh, me, me and my buddy, I had a friend in Colorado, uh, he, I would always call him Captain America and I was like Black Panther. Cause that's the way we viewed, like. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: I was it getting was... started. I didn't want to start the day with like a downer, but yeah. this, this this one goes out to Chadwick Bosman, who was a freaking hero in his in his own life.
1: We we lost a good one for sure. You for know? sure. And he uh, he definitely set a standard for a lot of people, even myself. You know, I I had I caught myself from complaining. You know, just because of yeah. Him. There's days Absolutely. where I'm like, I don't want to train. I don't want to. I don't want to work out <clears throat> and, and seeing how this man just put aside everything for everyone yeah. else on the, for that's, years, you know, it's, yeah, that's. Inspiring. And focus
0: so much. He's focused so much of his time on giving back. Mm -hmm. right and visiting kids and at St. Jude and Mm -hmm. donating his time to to other charities and and just focused on giving back and like the relationships that it sounds like he had with his close friends and how he was always talking about being grateful and and living life like there's no time to waste and like Mm -hmm. he man yeah yeah it is a it is a a reminder that all of us should live in this next 24 hours like he did you know Mm -hmm. and and be grateful and and for you to be grateful every time you get to go out and train and work out even when you're lazy or feeling like crap one morning, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. Um, all right. I've got, uh, I've got the no time to waste rapid fire questions for you.
1: Okay. You
0: you can't prep these. I did not give you these ahead of time. (laughs) And I don't want you to overthink them.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: Um, all right. So one of your favorite foods,
1: one of my favorite foods. Yeah.
0: Don't overthink it. (laughs) Um <laughs> doesn't have to be a vegetable.
1: I was going to say salad, but <laughs> I was like salad. No. no, actually I love fruit. I love apples. I am like a Apples. What's your apples.
0: favorite kind of apple?
1: Uh Gala apples? Really? Yeah, I like I like those.
0: I like Fujis or Honeycrisps.
1: Fuji's like really pieces. good. Yeah. Fuji's really rich. good too. Yeah, I like Delicious. those. Delicious.
0: All right. Uh one thing that you you think about you're proud of.
1: I'm proud of yeah. um there's a lot I'm proud of. I, I'm proud just of one. one thing. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of my family. Um, you know, I, I feel like with Kona, there was like a spark that went off, and and my family was all affected in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But even before then, you know, we've we've all had our own struggles to build like this new understanding for our next generation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the new just a new set of standards for them to to live by. And I've been seeing it slowly build. And, and yeah, it's, it's inspiring to see everybody else do well. And then it makes me want to go on my own and do my own thing. And I kind of represent it as well. So, That's yeah.
0: awesome. That's great. Um, all right. Well, uh, one thing you're grateful for?
1: One thing I'm grateful for? Uh, my health. I'm grateful for my health right now. You know, there's, like I said, I, there's days when I'm extremely sore and tired. But yeah. even when I'm sore, I'm like, at least I had the, I could do that there's a reason why I I was able to go ride for two hours and come back and I'm sorry. I was able to go swim two hours and, you know, I can enjoy that. So I I appreciate it even when it's painful sometimes. (laughs) Yep. Got
0: it. That's a good one. Um, last person I said, I love you too.
1: Uh, my mom, she's on here. (laughs) She's on
0: here. Hi mom. Um, one place you want to travel to when we can travel again?
1: Uh, one place I would love to travel to. Where was I going? There was somewhere I was trying to go. Um, I would definitely like to go back home to San Diego um, yeah. if, I was, if I was thinking in you know, in the country. Yeah. Um, out of country, you know, honestly, Japan is the only thing on my mind. <gasps> Japan.
0: Japan's on my list too. Yeah, except Japan. I want to go in the winter so I can ski at Hokkaido. Mm. Mm. That's, my, I, that's my, my winter situation.
1: <laughs> but I do want to for- go to Tokyo. Yeah, I would. I mean, my plan is to be there for games and then uh, I want to stay at least a week after just to kind of tour around and enjoy it, you know.
0: So Um, um, the games that you're talking about are the uh, Paralympic Games that are going to be happening in Tokyo next year.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Um, That are right after the other Olympics.
1: Yes. So they'll be uh, late August.
0: And to my knowledge, um, you have always been. Uh, a really strong swimmer, and you've been on the Paralympic swim team. But this is a huge not, attempt for. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Not on the team. I have been, not on uh, the team. The highest level I've gotten was World Championships for Team okay. USA. Not on the oh, Paralympic team. Just yet. the
0: World Championships. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you're training. You're yeah. <laughs> training
0: right now though with the aim because there was just a New York Times article on you in June, which is incredibly impressive. I'll post it on Instagram after, um, mm-hmm. where it talks about your path right now, your journey to try and become a two-sport Paralympic athlete, where mm-hmm. you'd be representing Team USA in both Paralympic swimming and Paralympic cycling on the hand cycle. Is that right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's the plan.
0: That's the mm-hmm. plan, man. So now you're training, and that's what you're doing now. And um, here you're going to be moving back to Colorado, hopefully, this winter. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to freaking jam. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, I can't keep up with you doing anything, um, physical, but I don't know. I feel like on your recovery day, if you need to like go for a walk, I could probably do that.
1: Maybe we'll could still have jog. fun. We'll all have right, fun. Cool. We'll find something. <laughs>
0: um, all right. And, um, the last thing I would say is, uh, when it comes to, or two more questions, one thing that brings you joy.
1: One thing that brings me joy. Wow. Uh, I, these are good questions.
0: <laughs> are they, are they too Please. intense?
1: I no, like it's to just, think
0: about him. it's what, things what makes i should happy?
1: yeah, it's things I should think about, but I just off the top of my head it's like i have I'm happy about a lot um which is
0: great
1: I, i'm very I'm very much a family man, you know mm-hmm. i i I'm the type like uh, i i keep an eye on everyone, you know, just to make sure everybody's okay, yeah, even if I can't do anything if something's going on, just talk to me, um, and then when I know everything's okay is when I'm like, okay, everybody's good, I can go focus on and myself, you' can feel
0: like, good
1: yeah yeah, yeah
0: sounds a lot like. <laughs> got to get you a shirt. Um, all right. And then last thing I would say, uh, what's what's from a legacy standpoint? What's one thing you wish one thing you want to be known for?
1: Hmm. I think I would like to be known for um, not quitting. You know, I I've, in my work ethic, if anything, um, I think of a- anybody was to remember me by or anything, I would hope it'd be that
0: Got it. awesome. Um, well, and then I guess I would say the last thing would be what, what's one thing that you feel like in interviews and stuff? You never get the chance to say or one thing that you wish people knew that they don't know? Um, or you wish they knew about you?
1: I feel like uh, a lot of people when they they meet me, they think, mm-hmm. you know, he's so secure. He's so strong. You know, and it it didn't used to be that way. <laughs> it didn't used to be that way. Um, and my mom's on here now. She could probably testify. But when I was young, she would have me uh, stand in a mirror. I was really young, maybe five. Uh, and she had me stand in a mirror with my prosthetics on. And I think I had, like, shorts on so you could see everything. Yeah. And I remember I was just crying because she would not let me leave until I, you know, got comfortable with what I saw in the mirror. and I I was just bawling bawling I turned back and looked at her still crying and I could tell in her eyes to this day I still remember she looked at me like you're gonna have to like this is I can't do anything this is all you you're gonna have to like tap into this and I looked back at myself and I started getting comfortable with what I saw but I've always kind of did a like looking down comfortable with my legs first and like building up you know so um, when I was younger like I was you know whether it was picked on by my legs, whether it was picked on about mm-hmm. having you know, extremely dark skin, uh, either way, whatever it was, it, it took me a while to adjust and say, I'm okay with this, I'm okay with that. I like the way this looks, I like the way that looks. You know? And uh, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it was a journey to be comfortable in my own skin and to tell myself that I love myself and to at the same time, show other people to love themselves. You know, whatever, whatever, however they are. You know, like I said, when you're born, you're supposed to make room for yourself in this world. This this world's not gonna make room for you, but it starts with loving yourself.
0: <laughs> Rod, you like make me want to cry, and <laughs> your mom too, man. That's uh, what a great story, and right, it it is for all of us about self acceptance and. You know, being able to look in a mirror and like what we see and be comfortable with it, regardless of what, you know, under this sport wig, I ain't got no hairs. Um, So I feel the looking in the mirror and having tears and having to come to a place of acceptance in order to move forward and find your place. Um, My sister is asking if she could be best friends with you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) when you move back to Colorado maybe she will be hanging out here too we'll all hang out together Um, yeah I just I'm so thrilled to get to share you with the world because as hopefully people have just seen like you're so much more than an amputee you're so much more than an adaptive athlete you're so much more than a Paralympian and an Ironman like you are a good human and someone that has the right intentions, and you are just you exude that spirit. Um, and I'm selfishly so stoked to get you meet, to meet you in person in a couple months.
1: I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> um,
0: all right. So, uh, the last thing before I kick Rod right off. Are you excited about this backpack, Rod? Yes. I'm excited I, about this backpack. I
1: want it, but I want somebody I know. else to I <laughs> I already told Rod.
0: I was like, you can't take it. You can't either, even though I really want it. Because it's waterproof, and it can fit all of your stuff. And it's, as we both know, freaking triathlon as a sport is really expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so what you guys are going to see if you're watching right now, um, you're going to see a post uh, with the backpack, the giveaway, um, on our Sewell 92 and my uh, Instagram no time to waste project as well. Same post um, will include the giveaway instructions. But what you're going to do is uh, you will have until next Wednesday. So no need to rush off right now. um, But you're going to follow both Rod and no time to waste project. Um, On either one of the posts, you're going to tag another friend and you're going to put the hashtag no time to waste. And a random winner will be selected and announced. Um, on next uh, Fridays Instagram live show. Um, So I want to thank Rod Sewell. Um, I'll be posting a bunch of stuff about his journey. uh, And the recent New York Times article. Good luck with your training. We're behind you 100%. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us on No Time to Waste.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: You're awesome. Thanks, Rod. All right. So what a cool guy. Um, So giveaway is in effect. Get ready. Um, Next week, I have brace yourselves. I mean, if this is cool to you, it's really cool to me. Julie Fowdy, Julie Fowdy, U.S. soccer legend, um, part of the 1999 World Cup team, the one that like really took like the U.S. by storm. They won with the penalty kicks. Brandy Chastain took her shirt off and was like swinging it in a sports bra over the, in front of the goal. It was incredible. It was like the Mia Ham, Brandy Chastain, um, Julie Fowdy team. Um, she became then an ESPN, uh, commentator. Is he single? People are asking about Rod. I don't know, but I will ask him. Um, so Julie Fowdy though, you know, U.S. soccer legend, then started working for ESPN as a color commentator. Now has a freaking fantastic podcast, which you guys should check out called Laughter Permitted. She basically, um, interviews like pretty much my, most of my dream list of guests. Um, and, uh, She most recently successfully pulled together a group of investors that included some A-list celebs like Natalie Portman, Jessica Chastain, also uh, Serena Williams, Abby Wambach, Mia Hamm, like a bunch of soccer celebs as well. And they are bringing a women's soccer team to LA as part of the uh, newly formed National Women's Soccer League, the NWSL, um, which is going to launch in 2022. So... I am super stoked to bring Julie Foudy on here. Um, She pretty much kind of like corners the entire joy category of maximizing moments and living like there's no time to waste. Um, She is just a freaking, not only force, but she's also just like a ton of fun to hang out with. So um, next week is going to be Julie Foudy. We're going to then take a break, hiatus. And then after that, and this is what I want to ask you guys about. It'd be awesome if you could just put your responses in the comments, or you could respond right now if you're live. Um, I had somebody basically say, you're doing all the work of a podcast. You've got these great guests. You're basically taking the Instagram live videos, and I'm converting them onto YouTube and putting them at notimetowasteproject.com slash show. So anybody can watch past episodes. You don't have to be on Instagram. Um, She's like, why don't you just make a podcast out of it and I was like, maybe I could do that. So she connected me with somebody. So here's my thought. Starting after the break, starting September 25th, I kick off the fall season as a real podcast. So I will put it on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, any of the other podcast platforms. Um, I continue to have awesome guests. It, the, the guest shows, No Time to Waste Live, will be around 30, 35 minutes every show. It will be like loosely edited, probably not at all. Um, so we'll do a podcast that'll get pushed out once a week. But Then I'll continue to have an Instagram live show that will be more informal. It will be more me pulling on personal friends of mine to talk about how they're living life like there's no time to waste. And I'm gonna be able to give actual tactical ideas on the things that I talk about in my speaking engagements, which is how I can live, how people can live like there's no time to waste. Like, what can I do right now? And I can get suggestions from people, and it can be super loose, and that would be, like, my Instagram live show. So, formal podcast called No Time to Waste Live with freaking big-name guests. Because, by the way, I am lining up some, like, legit heavy hitters for October, November, December. Like, it's going to be off the chain. It's going to be, like, grown up but not feeling grown up. Um, But then I also can keep the like me on Instagram live and I can pull people in and I can like be like, hey, Carrie, my sister, like hop on, talk about this. And we just, you know, we like riff and have fun. So that's my, that's the question. I'm getting a question that says, do your guests need special equipment for them to participate? I don't think so. You've seen what I've been doing with Instagram live. I feel like the the sound and the audio quality is good. I have to like learn a little bit about stuff, but I'm going to have a meeting with a podcast producer next week. Um, so I don't know, again, like I ain't got shit to do. It's just my time. Um, so I don't know. Um, people are saying yes, I still need to see your face every week. I know. I know. So I thought this would be a way that would kind of hit on both of those where me, yeah, 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 yeah doing like fake show on Instagram just for fun, pulling friends on talking about no time to waste Captain America, Peloton, etc. But then I have a formal podcast once a week where I actually introduce uh, or interview like big name guests that are just like heavy hitters and, you know, I don't know. That's my thought. I'm thinking about it. It'll take more work. I just want to get the word out about no time to waste. As I've told people, this is my personal legacy now. And like anything else I do in my life, I want to do this 110% and I want to crush it. So I got to get the word out and... I think doing a real podcast and putting it on podcast platforms might be the way to do it. So, all right, people are excited, but then again, not that many people. And I think 50% of the people who've responded so far are my immediate family. Um, So would love to have your responses in the comments. Let me know. Thank you guys. Uh, Don't forget to enter the giveaway that's going to be posted uh, today. Um, And win a $150 Rudy project backpack, which is awesome. Your quote for the week is from Henry Rollins. When the body is strong, the mind thinks strong thoughts. I'm super grateful that I feel physically good this week. Um, it keeps me in a positive headspace when I can be physically active. Um, and I got to go because I have to go take Robin Arzan's hit run class on Peloton. Um, have a great week, guys. I will see you here with Julie Fowdy next Friday. Go live and love like there's no time to waste. Follow the crew on Instagram at No Time to Waste Project or more at NoTimetoWasteProject.com.